All right, we're on the roll today, man. We're doing two. So, I finished a book today.、Uh, I've been pumping out books like crazy, reading them, and、uh, I normally don't like to talk that much about、uh, biographies because I do feel like me not being a historian, you know,、um, trying to talk about historical figures in history.、Um, I'm not sure what we can talk about, but today I'm gonna try because、um, I finished a book called Bully Puppet.、Um, it's by Doris Goodwin.、Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with Doris Goodwin, she is probably、uh, I will call her the most. I don't want to call the most. She's one of the better researched biographer. Um, that we have today. What that means is, he typically writes about you know、uh, presidents and、um, you know people with such a you know immense power, and、uh, her research style is very 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 meticulous, right? So, in this book,、um, it's about the relationship between T.R. Theodore Roosevelt, who I think is the funkiest president ever.、Um, And the relationship he had with、uh, William Taft. So T.R.、Uh, Theodore Roosevelt. I'm gonna call him T.R. from now.、Um, he was the 26th president of the United States.、Um, you know, in the er- early 1800s, like about a hundred years ago, a hundred and twenty years ago.、Um, Taft is the 27th. So these two has a pretty well and interesting history. From a ruler and a follower perspective, I want to talk like a little bit more about that first. But、um, the example that I want to give to show you guys that Doris Goodwin is a great biographer is that between T.R. and Taft, they have around four hundred letters that they wrote to each to each other in the in the f- time period of like thirty years. So. Doris has to,、um, and she did, go through every single letter, and then, like the reference on this book is unreal. It's like the tiniest letter, tiniest character, and then there's like pages and pages and pages of reference. So you know, a biographer is pretty good, and pretty well researched. That means a good, like the book has to be good. So a little background, because I think the background is more interesting than the details.、Um, So the book focuses on the Gilded Age, right? We call it、um, 1890s, somewhere around the 1880 something to 1930s,、uh, about a hundred years ago. And for me, the if you talk about okay, you know, American presidents, right, from 1776 to you know 2020. The earlier, like the you know the president from like one to three. Well, well known, right? We have you know Lincoln, we have Washington, we have、um, you know John Adams. Like like the founding fathers are very very well known. But after that, like when we get to the range of like 1800 to like 1900, early 1900, it starts to get a little bit more murky, right?、Um, people might think, oh yeah, right, like what does he do, right? What did he do during during the presidency? And then I. Feel the same way, right? I'm not familiar with presidents around that 1800 to 1900 era, and 
I know a little bit about TR, um, the first Roosevelt uh, president, and he just a coolest president ever. Like he's a naturalist, he's a rough rider, meaning like actually like a cowboy, and he loves to fight. He like he loves war, and like, he's the one that very very outgoing. Like he extrudes some kind of um, energy, right? And Taft on the other side is more reserved, right? Like TR wanted to, wanted to be, you know, the person that, although like they both went to a law school, Taft and TR, but like you know, um, TR Roosevelt is more like you know war crazy. I like, wanted to like you know fight. I wanted to go hunting and you know wanted to travel to different places of 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 the U.S. And Taft, and uh, you know, he, he just wants to become the uh, Supreme Court Justice, the Chief Supreme Court Justice for the U.S. And he eventually got there after he served the presidency for one term. So those two people couldn't be like, you know, any different than they are right now. Like, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, TR, like, he was a ferocious reader. He will read anything and everything. He will read fiction and nonfiction and the natural history, and he still like can produce that you know like a straight A's right, like doing pretty well at law school. And Taft, on the other hand, like he doesn't read at all. Like he only read relating to his, to his core uh, coursework, which I found was was really interesting. He was so scared of getting distracted to what he was doing. Like that pressure is always there. So TR is always very energetic, always very fun and outgoing. And Tab is more reserved, is more conservative, is more um, timid, if you, if you can put it that way. So the background is I know a little bit more about TR. I know a little bit more about Taft. But like to be honest, I probably know he was the president, Taft, and that was it. right? So I know pretty much nothing about Taft. And... This book kind of painted the relationship between both public servant that really interested me because you know TR was being put in the phase where it was the you know the Gilded Age right we have the Rockefellers we have the Standard Oil we have the Steel the Andrew Carnegies of the world right like things are really moving along the the like the like the capitalistic instinct was. Was born was being born during that time. We're gonna have the transcendental railroad, right? We're gonna build it up. We're gonna have the light bulb. Uh, well, the light bulb was no, no, no. I probably made made that up. Like across the light bulb, but we did build a railroad, right? Like we started seeing the like, millionaires, you know, the J.P. Morgans of the crowd along those lines. So the foundation of America was built during the Gilded Age. And there are some current uh, historian or sociologists. They made an argument that um, we are approaching similar uh, social structure. We need a reform right now as well, right? Because T.R. was famous for the Sherman Antitrust Act, meaning that he would break up different sections of the railroad, make sure that there's equal competition. Well, we have the same problem now. Not with railroad, but with big tech company like Amazon and or Apple, right? The whole monopoly along those lines so there are some arguments saying that hey you know like we're kind of we have some similar uh, similarity right now in the year of 20, 2020 compared to 19 
1920, along those lines. So getting to know this part of the history was amazing to me. Um, let's dive in, right? So the story of the background is that back in the 1800s in the U.S., there was a lot of income inequalities, right? We're talking about the Rockefeller, we're talking about the J.P. Morgans, right? Like the gap between upper class and middle class was so big. And then before TR, the society was taking on a laissez-faire approach, right? So laissez-faire is more of a economic term, meaning that it's more hands-off approach, right? So going to be fewer government regulation, fewer government interference, most people are going to be either self-reliant on their results or let the market do the talking, right? If you're doing good, then, then you know, like market is there to correct. If you're not doing good, then your product sucks, then you probably should go back and draw, uh, can, uh, get a new one of the market, right? So the term, the title Bully Puppet was a term that TR, uh, Roosevelt, first used to describe the idea of like him being a bully, being like not like a bully bully, but like you know, being like the authoritative voice to pass on his agenda for reforms, right? That's what we call by bully puppet. And it's actually actually really interesting is that when uh, TR was the president, he appoints Taft as their uh, minister of war, right? And what happened was both people, they get to work on different issues and they start to approach press, media in a way that I think we should really take notice right now, right? Because if you look back in the history, pretty much every single U.S. president that had problem with the press, their presidency did not go so well, right? Uh, <laughs> well, Trump was one that, you know, like he hates the press. Um, you know, Nixon is another one that absolutely hated the press, right? And, you know, TR, on the other hand, like, he loved the press. Like, you know, like, one of his best buddies, like, he have, like, a handful of reporters, you know, like, being his quote-unquote buddies that will invite him, like, like, the reporter to the White House and have lunch and whatnot. So, TR understands the importance of press and importance of, controlling the narrative, if that makes sense. And both parties, right, Taft and Roosevelt, they kind of bonded towards reforming the society and producing le uh, legislature, right? So they are start to conduct civil service reforms. And to me, it's really telling because I remember reading that TR on one time doing his uh, re-election, he would go on a trip, right? He would hop on a train and he would give like hundreds and hundreds, sometimes even like six or seven speeches in a day because he wants to cover, he wants to go talk to real people and he really, really wants to make sure that the issues are being heard by by the top officials, by the, by, by the top uh, government official, and I think that's really cool. And then TR, being a badass, I probably should end on this, is that um, during the re-election, wait, was, was it re-election or was it the third time that he was running? So he was the president, right? So, so like TR got off and then uh, Taft became the 27th president 
And after Taft served his first term, TR got back to running again because that's how popular he was being a thought leader. And I think this is the only time, probably one of the first time in modern society, uh, president is being treated as a thought leader. So after TR's presidency, before Taft, the 26th, um, after he a step away from the White House, he joined, uh, I think the magazine, the name is The Outlook. He have a column there. He started getting his voices out and he was still being connected with the people. So TR was still very, very popular like four years after he didn't become a president. So kind of like the, the situation that that Obama is in right now, but it's probably never going to happen, right? Like after Obama served the second term, and then after Trump served his first term, right, like assuming that Trump doesn't get re-elected, then Obama might jump back into the ring. And, then, you know, like TR almost won the presidency for the third time. And um, these two people, they seem like they needed each other. They seem like one is, you know, handling the outside stuff and one is handling the inside situation. And those two combining together, like eight years of reform, that sort of set America on the track uh, or set them up as a good foundation for America. Like after them, right, like I, I, I don't remember, it's just the 10th or 12th uh, amendment got passed, right? There's different social legislatures start getting passed because of the influences that Taft and TR had in terms of American history. And I think that's really profound. And to end on this, right, um, during his re-election effort after uh, Taft's, um, he was com- competing with Taft for the delicacy, uh, and uh, he was giving a speech in Milwaukee, okay, and TR got shot, like point-blank shot, and what happened with TR is that he put a, a like a, a handkerchief, like a cloth over his wound, and he still gives like another hour and a half of speeches. Think about that, right? Like the guy almost got as- like got assassinated and he still stand there and give uh, an hour and a half long speech. And that just like, you know, badass to me. Like, you know, like the amount of energy, the amount of perseverance that TR must have had is crazy. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to dive into some of the, the details of what kind of stuff that, stuff that they passed. They should be safe for um, your own reading. But if you're really interested in the Gilded Age, right, around um, late 1800s, like 1900-something, 1920s, this is a great book. If you ever want to like fill in the blank like I did, getting more familiar with Taft, with other um, his historical figures, read this book, right? Bully Puppet by Doris Kearns Goodwin. It's a classic. I definitely recommend this to people who love history, who like to know more about the Gilded Age. All right, guys, this is Kevin signing off. Have a good one.